Hey everybody, welcome back to Bikes and Big Ideas on the Blister Podcast Network. I'm David Golay, the bike editor at Blister, and you can check out everything we are doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. Okay, so my guest this week on the show is Mercedes Ross, the executive director of Project Bike Tech, a nonprofit that for 15 years now has been working on getting bike mechanic classes into high schools around the country, kind of akin to automotive shop from back in the day, but for bikes. And so I sat down with Mercedes to talk about the history and goals of Project Bike Tech, what the program does, the nuts and bolts of getting a Project Bike Tech classroom established in your community, and a bunch about the impact that they've had in a whole lot of communities and for a whole lot of people around the country. It's a pretty cool one, and Project Bike Tech is doing some very interesting things to get kids into bikes, and beyond that, just show them how there are so many good ways to get outside, learn about engineering and mechanics, and just provide a different sort of teaching and learning experience than the typical high school classroom one for a lot of different kids. So it's a very interesting conversation and about an organization that is doing some cool work. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. And I would also just encourage you to keep your eyes on the site over the next few days, because as of Thursday, when this episode goes up, we will be at Sea Otter and not only is there an enormous amount of very exciting new bike stuff cropping up on the market that we will be running first looks and flash reviews and all the rest on, but we'll have a whole lot of coverage from Sea Otter itself appearing very shortly on the site. So check all that out and get your bike geek on. And with that, let's get right to my conversation with Mercedes Ross. Well, Mercedes, great to sit down and chat with you about Project Bike Tech and give a bit of a rundown on the program. How are you doing and where are you today? Oh, well, uh, David, thanks so much for having us. Um, uh, we're so excited about what's happening with Project Bike Tech. Um, I'm actually presently in Vermont um, and uh, I spend half my time here and half my time in Colorado um, and then all over the country visiting schools. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess just to sort of lead it off, can you tell us? First, a little bit just about what Project Bike Tech is at a high level and then also what your role there is. Yes. So Project Bike Tech is an amazing program that places uh, bike tech classrooms and laboratories into high schools for students in the junior and senior year. It involves STEM. It introduces them to science, math and healthy living and how to fix a bike most importantly. And for the rest of their life, they'll be able to fix a bike. Um, they get certificates for that. Um, and the program is just amazing. Um, it really changes uh, students' lives uh, on so many levels. And uh, we can go into that in the interview, but, uh, but that's what we do. We put, we put a bike tech program into high schools in the junior and senior year, and uh, the rest is magic. <laughs> yeah, and so what's your role with Project Bike Tech? How do you fit in all this? 
Yes, so I'm the executive director, and um, I have an amazing team, but I'm the executive director, so I lead the charge, and um, and then I have some amazing people that we'll talk about um, that help me uh, actually uh, make this happen across the country. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get into all that, kind of just some of the more finer points of what you guys do and where you do it and all the rest, but uh, I guess... I'd like to just sort of start from the beginning a little bit and hear how Project Bike Tech got started and where it got started and how long you've been operating for and all that kind of stuff. Where do we kick this whole journey off? Yes. So 15 years ago, our founder, uh, Barry Michelle, um, who has a bike shop in Santa Cruz, California, had the uh, amazing idea that why isn't there um, auto shop for uh, bikes? And why isn't something like this in high schools? And so um, she took the charge in California, which is a massive state um, and uh, brought it to the education system and started Project Bike Tech um, in California in her backyard, um, mainly because she saw that uh, her mechanics um, were coming from that group of of people anyways, and why why not introduce them to it at an early stage? And so she developed um, the schools all around her bike shop, and uh, and so um, that and I met Barry. Um, I was a store designer for bicycle shops. I used to design bicycle shops, and I met Barry because she was uh, redesigning her store, and um, and she asked me to come on board and see if we can't grow this uh, outside of California. And and so we've been going for 15 years, and we're in uh, now we're in 12 states, um, hoping to be in uh, 15 by the end of this beginning of this next school year. So we're super excited. No, that's very cool. And when was it that you met Barry and came on board with Project Bike Tech? Or maybe those are two separate dates, but kind of they are, how long yes. have you been doing this for? <laughs> what's called a veteran um, uh, in the bicycle industry. I've been doing this for 30 years. I've been designing bicycle shops for 30 years. And uh, I met Barry about um, probably about 10 years ago and uh, started to work with Project Bike Tech eight years ago. So uh, my relationship with Barry um, uh, is is also part of um, the store design and and uh, and her shop still is running. It's a beautiful shop in Santa Cruz called um, Bicycle Trip. If you're ever in Santa Cruz, and um, and so yes, so I've been with Project Bike Tech for eight years, and um, and uh, she's still a, a, a wonderful part of our organization and and has a lot to do with uh, why we are where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And so I guess I'd love to get into just some of the more particulars about what exactly the program and curriculum look like. So just tell us a bit about what you would experience as someone, as a kid going in school, going through a Project Bike Tech class and what all that entails and what you're trying to have the kids get out of it. Yes. Well, you know, we do so much more. Um, we introduce students uh, to the potential, basically, of a healthier lifestyle. Um, and our program is 
is completely supported by the industry. And uh, the student has the option of getting a job in an industry, I'm gonna call the outdoor industry. There's 7.2 million jobs in, in the uh, outdoor industry. So there's a lot of um, potential, but we introduce kids to applied math and science. Um, and we use the bike as that tool. So they're basically learning math and science. And, um, and mechanical concepts. And they're learning to work with their hands and to solve problems. And so um, it's much more than, than the bicycle. It's learning um, how to be healthy and how to, um, how to have an impact on, um, on the green part of transportation, right? You know, if we're all riding a bike, it'll make a big difference. And if you know how to fix your bike, that makes an even bigger difference. But um, as a student in one of our classrooms, you learn all the basics of um, uh, what it takes to maintain a bike. Um, Project Bike Tech is a two-year program. So if a school does have our program, the first year is the basics of bicycle mechanics. So once you've achieved that, um, you actually are a really good bike mechanic and you can take apart and put together a bike. Um, really fun parts of that are project bikes. So each student does project bikes and they fix the bikes uh, that are, uh, we have fleets of bikes used or, or old bikes as well um, that come in and each student does project bikes and they then either uh, um, have a bike for themselves or they contribute to the community um, and give that bike to someone who needs a bike is one of the parts of the program. Um, there's obviously so much that comes with uh, with bicycling. They learn uh, about trail building. They learn about bicycle retail, so profit and loss sheets and things like that, and why inventory is important. Um, they learn how it how it correlates to science and math, obviously, and engineering, and um, and all those different parts of of uh, the bicycle industry, as it were, and the outdoor industry as a whole. And um, you know, a lot of students call it life. Life tech because we teach them um, everything about um, living a healthier life and having an impact and contributing to your community. Um, all of those parts come with our class. So, um, so they 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 uh, nicknamed it Life Tech. I like that. And so, I would imagine that as part of establishing a program in a school, there's a pretty significant component of building out a shop space and equipping it with tools and and all the rest kind of what does it look like for you to go start a new program in a new school as you're expanding your reach and opening up new chapters? Uh, so all kinds of people come to us um, that bring schools to us. So, so it can be a retail store, a bicycle retailer might come to us and say, hey, you know, I'd love to have this in my high school in my backyard. And so he'll introduce us to the principals or teachers there. Um, teachers often come to us, math teachers, science teachers, you know, mountain bike team uh, um, coaches um, hear about our program and they want to bring the program to the school. Um, um, there's a there's a large segment um, uh, of our education system which is called CTE career technical education and those schools are experiential 
um, schools and, and their teaching platform is experiential. So those are the schools that have auto shop and woodworking shop and, and all those um, types of experiential learning um, capabilities already in them. So, so between all of those things, they hear about us and they come to us. And then um, the first thing we need to do is find um, some space because the classroom stays in the high school. We like it to be on campus. A lot of people ask, how come we can't have it off campus? We have it on campus because it affects the entire school, because everybody comes to the class, not just the students that are in the class, but the whole class, the whole school comes by because, you know, they need their bike fixed or the teachers come by. And so it really affects the entire school community. So we like to have the classroom in um, in a, in the high school. Um, and and uh, and then basically it comes down to the teacher. Um, so identifying the teacher, if the school doesn't have a teacher, we help them identify. Um, we have lots of different um, uh, areas out there, uh, uh, different schools, different tech schools, different uh, retailers um, uh, that might be able to come forward with a teacher. And then it's a matter of finding the funding to purchase the laboratory. And it depends on if the school has funding from uh, from the career technical education arm of, uh, of the funding from the government, or if there's, lo sometimes there's local, um, there's local businesses and foundations that want to contribute to the school to put this laboratory in. And, um, and then once that's established, so the funding, the space, and the teacher, um, the school puts it into their into their schedule for the next year, and they and they let kids know that that this class is available, and then kids start signing up. And usually, there's a waiting list uh, to get into the class. Um, and and so for the first um, couple of years, there's usually level one. Um, schools then add on level two, which is a second year um, for those students that really want to get into engineering and really want to get into the technical piece. Of of Project Bike Tech. And so that's available as well as different segments for e-bike and trail building um, are two of the other segments that um, that they're exposed to. And so, um, so it, it can take anywhere from, um, from, you know, two months to two years. It depends on the school and the community um, to get one of these programs going. And, and uh, but once the program is in place, it really affects the entire community. And um, I'd love to chat about that as well. It, 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 uh, um, it, it affects all the other nonprofits that have to do with cycling as well. You can, you can imagine, a room full of bicycle tools. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Tell us more. I mean, what kind of impacts have you seen? Yeah. So, uh, so each room has, uh, usually a normal room has 10 benches, 10 student benches, and then a, a teacher's bench, uh, which has each of those benches has, um, an amazing set of tools was which park tools has, um, helped us develop. And the teacher's bench has every tool you can just imagine. Um, and, um, and then, uh, whatever else you need, all the all the you know the solvent um, baskets and 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 cabinets and things you need, um, all the parts and pieces um, 
anything from tubes to chains um, and everything that they need to fix bikes. And so that room is then used by the high school. So it, it is part of the high school. It's not an after school program. And um, during the off time, so in the evenings or let's say the summer, um, other nonprofits can uh, organically um, work with the high school and utilize that room. So um, uh, a nonprofits like uh, Trips for Kids or the NICA teams, the mountain bike teams, or little Bellas that need bicycle tools and need benches and need to fix bikes um, can work with the high school to utilize that room when the high school's not using it. And so organically, that really affects the entire community. Like in Santa Cruz, the city of Santa Cruz uses our rooms to have earn a bike programs uh, in the summer and summer camps. And um, and then, you know, in, in other parts of the country, the rooms are used to uh, to fix bikes that get sent um, out for Christmas, you know, and, and do projects like that. So the room becomes this wonderful bike community um, hub. And that's why we like to have it in the high schools so that it affects everybody. I like that a lot. And I mean, I've sort of told some versions of this on here before, but I kind of got my start working on bikes and put me on this lifelong path uh, through a not entirely dissimilar charity in my hometown, Ithaca, New York, uh, Recycle Ithaca's Bicycles, basically just as a middle school kid started learning how to work on stuff, fixing up donated used bikes there. And now, however many decades later, here we are. So, right. There you go. You're, you're, you're one of those, you're one of those humans that um, has uh, an interest in this and has, and is now doing something in that field. Isn't that exciting? And, you know, the main thing to really say is, is um, uh, just to uh, give them the opportunity to see that there is all these wonderful jobs out there and all these wonderful things they could do um, with this basis of of knowing how to fix a bike. It 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 has so much, so many far reaching um, areas and and uh, um, and yeah, it's just it's just such an amazing program. And and I hear that a lot. I hear that so often from um, so many people in uh, the industry that say exactly that. I started working at a bike shop, you know, and now they're the president of some company or something. You know, it's it's a um, it's it's such a a wonderful way to uh, to do what you love and be a part of um, be a part of our uh, bike community. Yeah, and so I guess sort of along those lines, I'd be curious: Do you have kind of any particular good examples of just the breadth of things that? your alumni have gone on to do in the outdoor industry generally? I mean, I'm sure, of course, plenty of folks have gone on to work in bike shops and that kind of thing, but there's got to be a wider breadth to it than that, too. Anything you can speak to there? Oh, yeah. Um Absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's, it's wide ranging from, uh, obviously they go into bike shops. Um, we have many students that have gone into bike shops as, uh, as, um, summer mechanics. So while they're in junior year and then senior, they, they go in as an, as an intern, um, uh, and, and learn, um, uh, how to be a mechanic and then do their second year. And then when they come out, um, they do go into the shops as mechanics and, and, and so many of them become managers and continue on in in the retail space. Um, there's a tremendous amount of um, students that go into the um, the production space. So 
Um, uh, many of the bicycle companies are out in Santa Cruz and are in these in these areas that we um, have already developed classrooms. And so the students end up there and, and end up bouncing back and forth between retail and uh, the manufacturing segment. Um, and then there's so many other things that, you know, the, the entire um, social media and video um, world, there's, there's students that are talented film producers and, and went um, in the outdoor direction, you know, and, and uh, um, those wonderful shots you always see from Red Bull or something, you know, well, someone behind the camera that knows about that bicycle and knows why that bicycle is doing what it's doing through the air and when it lands. Um, it's important to know what you're filming even. And then um, even in, outside of the industry as well, the solar industry, the, um, the parks and rec um, segment, um, the, the, the obviously automotive and, and e-bike and, and, and e-engines um, segment is uh, we have a, we have specific uh, parts of our class, obviously, that, that address e-bikes. And all of those segments um, attract our students. And, and so um, one of my favorite stories is, is uh, I was at Sea Otter, which is happening this coming weekend. I'm so bummed I'm not going to be out there in California. But um, a young man taps me on the shoulder and he, he introduces himself and he says, you know, I was part of the program before you were there, but um, I want you to know it really changed my life. And, and, um, and he showed me a bike that he had built at our class. And at that point, he was um, at Sea Otter representing a company called Snap-on, which is a tool company. And um, he just said it really changed his life and to, to keep going and getting it in more schools. And, and it had a huge impact on his life. And, and, uh, and then a few years later, I was in a parking lot in California and I see a Snap-on truck and his name is on the Snap-on truck. So he had really, um, you know, made a career out of uh, what he had learned um, in Project Bike Tech on a different level, you know, in, in the tool industry. So um, there's so many stories like that, so many stories um, that, that come from the program. And, and, and like I said, we also teach them to be um, charitable. And, and, uh, and just to, to give you an example, uh, this past Christmas, one of our programs in Flint, Michigan, refurbished 49 bikes that were given to um, community members around the holidays. Um, and there's so many more examples of that, you know, of, of uh, what, our, what our classes do um, and what they learn to do in those classes. I like that a lot. And I mean, you've already touched on a lot of the facets of this, but I would still just be curious to hear you describe what you see as being the principal goals of Project Bike Tech more broadly. Obviously, you've got sort of teaching kids about bikes fairly specifically, but as you've described, there are far wider reaching effects and implications of that too. And so how do you see the goals of the program more broadly? Just on a very basic level, um, uh, when you when you go into one of these classrooms, um, you always have students that that um, that either in the past haven't embraced high school or haven't embraced coming to class. And the first thing the principals will do, they'll come up to me and go, "Those three kids right there never 
liked coming to high school and now they come every day because of your class. Um, uh, another, um, another aspect of it is, and so we've already changed their lives. They, they've decided through the bike tech class to uh, come to school and actually embrace school and they enjoy it. Um, secondly, um, the, 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 the thing that I just didn't even think about is one of the principals came to me and said, you know, your class melds people that normally wouldn't communicate in high school. It puts two people next to each other on a bike stand that probably would never talk to each other outside of this class, would never sit at lunch together, would never even cross paths in high school, and they become friends and they and it and it crosses communities within a high school and it really um, has an effect on the entire high school. So that was something that that was incredibly interesting to us. And and um and so just those aspects of Project Bike Tech are are wonderful surprises and and uh and things that we um, that we share with the high schools that want to come on board um, is that uh, just the the act of of problem solving through working with your hands and learning mechanical concepts has a massive um, effect on the students that are in those classes and a wide reaching um, expansion of their of their understanding of math and science that they normally would drop through the cracks. Normally they wouldn't be paying attention. Normally um, they may not, you know, uh, get the circumference of a, a circle and why that's important, you know? And so it just, it just introduces learning differently. And, and I think that's what's so important in our education system to understand that there's different ways to learn, to understand that there's different students that are so smart and, and are possibly not, um, not succeeding because of the way they're being taught or the, or the, or, you know, or, or that they are an experiential learner and they're not being taught experientially. So, so that just, just that on an educational level, if we can have an effect on our education system to introduce programs like this, and there's lots of programs, not just ours, like I said, there's many experiential learning programs are that, that, that really shift our education system to help everybody learn. Um, everybody has different ways of learning. And, um, and this, is, uh, this is just a really powerful way to teach kids. Um, and, and it, and it works, it works really well. <laughs> yeah. I think that note about different learning styles and just it being important to have different ways of teaching kids, different things as options, because not everyone learns the same way and not everyone's brain works the same way. And I think that's a really good note and a very cool thing about project bike tech and other programs like it. Yeah. So if people are listening to this and thinking, man, I would love to have a chapter in my community or in my school, how would that process get kicked off and what should someone who wants to get involved do? Well, um, you know, we so need feet on the ground. We need our volunteers out there to um, introduce us to schools. So that's 
that's the simplicity of it. Uh, we need to be introduced to a principal or um, a board member, sometimes the board of education members, or even a teacher. Um, and then we take it from there. Um, it's, it's always um, hard for us to come into a community where we don't know um, everybody and we don't know people. Uh, that's why the bike shops are a big are a big conduit for us because they probably sold everybody in the school um, a bike and and uh, and so um, so bicycle shops if bicycle shops are listening yes if you would like one of these programs it's great to have bicycle shops supporting and and shepherding the program at the school um, and if you'd like your 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 children to be in a program like this introduce us to the principal um, of your school or or like I said a, a science teacher math teacher. Uh, we have everything. We have history teachers teaching this. Um, most of them are bicycle enthusiasts, but um, but introduce us to the school and then we take it from there. We uh, That's what we do. We speak uh, the education system. We understand their challenges from a, a space standpoint, um, a, a, a employee standpoint, teaching, you know, finding a teacher standpoint, and also the funding um, piece. So, um, so those are the usually the three three cogs of this wheel. Um, and, uh, and that's what Project Bike Tech does. It helps. Once you introduce us to the school, we take over and we do the rest of the hard work. And then all you have to really do is shepherd it and be a classroom hero, come in and talk to the kids, maybe take them on a field trip with the teacher. Um, but we do the, we do that work. Um, and what Project Bike Tech actually is, is just a, it's a turnkey program. We've been doing this for 15 years, so we know it works in high schools. It's a turnkey program with everything that the school needs uh, from a physical standpoint. So the lab, all the parts and pieces, brand new bikes to teach on. Then we teach the teacher. So the teacher comes to our training summit in the summer and we teach them how to teach Project Bike Tech. And we continue to support the teachers. There's 24 hour support for those teachers um, as they as they teach the class. Um, and then we support the classroom um, with uh, being able to purchase supplies and everything for a much reduced rate. So what the industry does is the industry really um, kicks in about half so that the school, uh, so what the school actually has to pay is much less than if they had, they went out and tried to do this themselves. And then any, you know, you, 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 you go through tubes and chains and, and parts and, and everything. Um, and to be able to purchase those below cost um, makes it affordable for the schools to maintain the classroom. So there's ongoing costs that come with this. And we help the school, fi A, find funding, B, find continual funding. Um, and like I said, you know, it can be anything from in one in one town, uh, the car dealership wrote the check. And in another town, the uh, the mine that was in Colorado, there was a mine, um, uh, uh, wrote the check for the classroom. And in another uh, another town where there wasn't any funding, the, our, the um, Rotary Club um, raised the money to put the classroom in. There's all different ways to get the funding for the classroom and then also to maintain it. And, and uh, um, we all our classrooms still run since the beginning of time, since, since they first started. And usually there's a waiting list to get into the class. Um, 
and uh, and then community support. So um, maybe having events to support the classroom in the summer, or or um, so they can buy new bikes. You know, after a while, those the teaching bikes get used a lot, right? So there's brand new bikes that go in the classroom, and those are our teaching bikes, and those uh, need to be replaced as do parts and pieces. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, we're here to help anybody who can bring us a school. <laughs> And I would be curious to hear a little bit more about what the teaching, the teachers and the training component of that looks like. You mentioned the summer sort of seminars for that, but tell us more there. Well, generally, the teacher is a bike enthusiast. Um, uh, that That is definitely a, a, a component of this. Usually they are, if they're a science teacher, math teacher, whatever, they're, they're a cyclist. Uh, they generally know the basics of bike mechanics. Some of them are past bike mechanics. Um, but what what the curriculum that we have is so comprehensive um, and they get everything they need. It's internet based um, to teach the class both level one and level two, and then all the extracurricular uh, trail building, e-bike, all those different segments are all completely available uh, for them to teach off of. And then our teach teacher training, our teacher summit um, is, is introducing them to those tools, um, uh, teaching them the basics uh, that they need initially. And then, like I said, sometimes what happens is, is if a bike shop is involved, um, uh, the mechanic at the bike shop can sometimes come in and mentor the teacher um, and help if the teacher is just learning how to, how to actually, um, you know, really be teach bike mechanic. Um, there's, there's a lot of synergy there between the bike shop and, and the school. Um, usually school is in the downtime, except for Florida <laughs> for bike shops. So, um, so there, the, the bike shops are, a, we don't ask them to do this, but that tends to organically happen. But the teachers learn everything they need, both at our summit. And then the support is phenomenal. Um, uh, our, our staff, you know, any questions they have, there's a monthly uh, teacher meeting um, and, and we're available all the time for any questions that the teachers might have. So, so they really have a tremendous amount of support. Um, and, uh, and, you know, in some cases we've, we've taught people how to be bike mechanics uh, to, to teach this class. Seems like a good place to be starting. I mean, in that finding teachers who are themselves bike enthusiasts, of course, streamlines that a fair bit, but having the whole system yes. in place to make it work either way is great. How about telling us a little more about the trail building programs that you do and kind of what those look like, what the programs have built? Floor is yours on that. Well, uh that's brand new for us, and we're actually developing developing that with IMBA and NICA, uh, the curriculum for that. And initially, it'll be a segment. It um, it's a segment. It's a part of our general curriculum. So, um, so in our general curriculum, they obviously they learn how to be a bicycle mechanic, but they also learn business. They learn e-bike, and they learn um, the the trail building piece. Um, and, uh, and then as we develop that part of the curriculum, at some point there will be a, a, a separate 
program that the school can have just on trail building. We're, we're developing that at this point, but they get exposed to what the, what the aspects are of it. If they are interested in trail building, they certainly get introduced just like being an engineer, just like, you know, if you want to go off to college and, and, and learn how to design bikes, we introduce them to the concepts and the principles that they need if they do want to go off into that uh, career. And, um, and then in level two, you, you dive into it much more. So level one is an introduction. Um, you go out and help build trails, you know, hopefully if you're close to anywhere that you can do that. And then in level two, um, you can, you can specifically, um, study, uh, hopefully just trail building if that's what you want to get into. It's a, it's an incredible field and, um, and most students don't even know that that exists, right? That you can, your job can be trail building. (laughs) There's some phenomenal trail builders out there that are helping us write that curriculum. And, um, and uh, IMBA is a big part of that, like I said, and NICA, who uses the trail. They all use the trails. Um, so we're excited about that. That's brand new for us. Right on. Well, Mercedes, that's been a great overview of Project Bitech and what you do and how folks could get involved if they're interested. Before I let you go, any kind of final parting thoughts on what you do or anything else that we haven't touched on yet? Yes. So we do have a website um, and, and uh, it's projectbiketech.org. And that tells you everything from starting a program to what the program's about. Um, we certainly um, look for volunteers and feet on the ground uh, to help us spread the word. Um, I think there's, there's 27,000 high schools in this country. We have a lot of work to do. <laughs> Um, we'd love it to be in every single school in the country. So how's that for a goal? Um, a big, I always think big, but, um, but feet on the ground are, are, is the most helpful thing, spreading the word, um, letting people know about our program and, um, and, and, and there's just contacting us if there is any interest at all and, and letting us do what we do best is help, uh, bring one of these programs to your backyard and, and, uh, and, and understand that no matter what, every single student that goes through our program, I just got goosebumps, is completely affected because for the rest of their life, they will know how to fix their bike. Um, They have not only been introduced to how to live healthy and and all the parts of that, but they've been introduced to uh, uh, opportunities that they may never have been introduced to otherwise um, and and open their thought process to different ideas. And uh, they've learned how to solve problems with their hands, which... um, which which can go into all different areas. So no matter what, we change lives and we change young lives and, and you can have an effect on all the young people in your community uh, by bringing one of these programs in. I like that a lot. And that seems like a great note to end on. So Mercedes, thanks again for the chat. This has been fun and just really cool hearing what you're up to and getting the word out. So thanks for your time and thanks for chatting. Thank you so much. So appreciate it. So appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, get out there and ride. It's summer. Getting there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thanks again, Mercedes. This has been great. All right. That's it for this edition of Bikes and Big Ideas. And as always, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts. I also want to say thanks to Mercedes for the conversation. Thanks to Taylor Ahern for producing the episode. And thanks to you for listening. From all of us at Blister, please take good care of yourself and everybody else, and we'll be back with you again next week. Bye, everybody.